0: to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to give you the topic in advance. Today we're going to be talking about alien demons and the coming war with them. I think this is going to be amazing. I would even say fantastic. And then we're also going to talk about a, the latest prophecy from Sundar Salvarej. Christians are held accountable for the loss of DJT's presidency. Now, I think you'll find that very interesting. First of all, give me about 90 seconds to refresh your memory. This is going to be important with the next point I'm going to make. Now, we've all heard this many times if you've been listening to us, but it's important, so I'll go through it. First of all, the definition of internal revolution is the overthrow of the government by the people of that government. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Now, in my opinion, when the tanks roll into Washington, D.C., That will be the start of the fall of America. That will be the fulfillment of that prophecy. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. In other words, when they cheated in the election, that is them starting the problem. If DJT had just gone ahead and won the election, like so many people believe and is hopefully about to come out, then there wouldn't be a need for an internal revolution. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Now, I want to believe that the answer to that is that when they see that DJT is back in control, they don't like it, and they start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack. The Russians will bombard the nuclear weapons and America, and America will burn. Now, I would like to think that that is 5, 10, maybe 15, I'd love to think it's 40 years away. But we don't know that yet. But we do have the signposts given to Leslie. January 22, 06, this was the order they were given. Audible Voice of God said, Israel refuses help to America. Catastrophe hits America. Omar ushers in Palestinian state. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel has is attacked America since troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. And then she heard my voice quoting Dmitri: the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. I hope you have those written down, or even better, get one of my books, because that whole phrase is in all of the books. Second point is, December 10 to 14, 2001, Terry Bennett says, that he had the angel Gabriel visit him, showed him many things, but the two sentences I want to read are, for a while we'll have a fractional government. The military will have to step in and seize control of our federal government. You'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. That's why the military will step in. Then, the third witness, April 2, 2021, Jack Rigney, had a dream. I saw armored battalion tanks, Humvees, and roof-mounted machine guns and armored personnel carriers with cannons go to the Capitol, Supreme Court, and the White House. One group went into the Capitol, one Supreme Court, one White House. Army personnel disarmed secret servicemen, guards, police guarding those three buildings. Then the army personnel went back in all three different buildings, took whatever they wanted. He saw the military take temporary control of the nation to arrest the evildoers and the wrongdoers. And that's the way the Constitution would have it done, he says. Under certain circumstances, the military can step in and take temporary control of the nation in order to put things back in order, and that's what I saw. Now remember, March 9th, 2021, I woke up from a nap, 3.17 in the afternoon, and I heard four words, massive arrests, massive arrests. Now listen to the audio. This is Greg Locke from Global Vision Bible Church, recorded a couple of days ago.
1: I got to be careful how I, I, I'm not going to give things away. So I, I, this much I can tell I was there by personal invitation. And they said, we need you in the, in the office, in the, in, the, in the lobby of the hotel by 7.30. There's about 42 of us from all over the country. Special invitation only, 42 people. You, did not, you were not allowed to know who was going to be there before you got there. So I got there and they said, oh, now we're getting on a bus. So we got on a bus surrounded by sheriffs and security people. I was the latest person to get to the hotel and two sheriff's deputies met me at the hotel that was booked only for the 42 people that were allowed to be at this meeting. May God strike me dead if I exaggerate and exacerbate the truth. Took us about 18 miles down the road to an old warehouse, an abandoned looking warehouse, like a crap fest feed barn is what it looked like, in the middle of a rundown neighborhood. We get off the bus, there's security lined up to the door at a barn. We walked in, whoo! It was far from a barn. It had everything technologically you could imagine. Walked upstairs, they gave me a number, said, surrender your phone. Every one of us surrendered our phones in a bag, took a number, showed personal ID. We were invited, showed personal ID. Walked through security gates, the room filled to overflowing with security people that were vetted to be in the room. 42 of us, 42 of us, for two days, two days. Can't even tell you who invited me. And no, it wasn't Trump. It may have been bigger than that. And I walked in and I sat amongst some of the most informed elite on the planet, some of the greatest patriots on the planet, as they fed us information from every walk of life, every background. And here's what they recognize. Religious freedom is the number one issue that we are facing right now in the United States. Religious freedom all day long on Friday, nearly all day long on Saturday. I've been to a lot of meetings in my life. I've never been to one where I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement before I walked in the door. You know why? I've been right about all of it! We've been right about all of it! Woo, yes! Yes! These wicked fools don't win in the end. They don't win in the end.
0: Now, what do you suppose he was talking about? Do you suppose he is a listener of Prophecy Club and has heard all of the things that we say? Probably not. Most pastors don't want to hear anything Prophecy Club says. (laughs) However, my guess is that a lot of what we have said is exactly what he's referring to. In other words, there is about to be an internal revolution in America started by the communists, some of the people start fighting against the government when it is taken back over. To summarize the prophecies, what they seem to be saying. So tanks roll into Washington, D.C., and the military stages a coup, or actually conducts a coup, and kicks out J.B., and then inaugurates D.J.T. as the 19th president of the restored Republic of the United States. Massive arrests of high-level political bankers and business people ensue. They scrap the swift financial system, which is the thing that has been feeding all of the Moloch and Ball worshippers with free money for probably going back to the pyramids, truth be known, destroying the free fiat money of the 13, quote, seed of the serpent royal families, also called Moloch and Ball worshippers or the deep state or the international bankers or the kazarian mafia, whatever you want to call them, bringing in a new quantum financial system turning the wealth of the world back to the people. As a result, the Moloch and Baal worshipers aren't going to go peacefully into the night. So they exercise the Samson option. That means that they set off the suitcase nukes or a new virus or cyber attacks or all of the above. Once the cabal sees that they have lost control, they're being arrested, rounded up. So they set off the suitcase nukes. Now, Interesting. August 11th, the government has announced that there's going to be a test of the emergency broadcast system. Well, what is that? That's where they interrupt all signals flowing through the air or through the cables. That means radio, TV, cell phones, everything. And there is one voice speaking to the entire nation. Now, is that just going to be a test or could it be that Maybe it's not a test, or maybe shortly after that, then they begin to announce that, yes, there is a military coup. We're taking back this nation. Remember, Mike Lindell of My Pillow says that DJT will be back in charge in August. Then he is also organizing a cyber symposium, August 10 to 12, where he is offering $5 million if anyone can disprove all of the cheating that he is claiming went on. Rumors say that DJT will be then inaugurated August 15th, 2021. A few others say, no, no, it'll be August 20th. Ah, well, it's August 15th, August 20th, doesn't make any difference. Our big question immediately is, will God consider the suitcase snooks to be judgment bringing the sevenfold miracles? Second question, will God consider massive arrest, massive arrest enough to where he will call that Second Chronicles seven fourteen. if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and here it is, turn from their wicked ways. Will God consider that, America turning from wicked ways? Then will he stop the suitcase nukes, or at least delay them for many years? Is what we would. Look, we, we don't want to see those come. I, I pray against those every day. Lord, do not let the suitcase nukes go off. Cause them to be found, dismantled, and swift hard justice brought to the people that thought to use them every day. That's the last thing of my prayer every, every, every morning. I do not want to see those go off, which is the reason I'm calling people to gather at the Solemn September Assembly, September 6th to eight. Look it, I know, okay, it's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I understand that, but I can't arrange the moon to cause the feasts to fall on days when it's convenient for everybody. I know everybody would prefer to have it be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I understand that, but I didn't decide that it was going to be based upon the movement of the moon rather than the movement of the sun. In other words, God set back in Adam and Eve days that the moon would be determining all of these feasts. And the moon determines when the Feast of Trumpets is. And this year, it's September six to eight. That's Monday at sundown, officially in Jerusalem. And then again, two days later, sundown stops the Feast of Trumpets. And if we, Gentiles, want to be heard, if we want our maximum power, then we fast, we pray, in use, and wherever two or more agree touching, any one thing will be given them. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and be given. Wherever two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. If we want to have the maximum power, we gather together. Solemn September Assembly, September 6-8, Watchmanstrumpet.com to sign up. Now back to my point. So Mike Lindell is organizing this cyber symposium, August 10 to 12. Essentially, he says he is going to offer proof to everyone that there was cheating. And you know what I'm talking about. I can't say it. Okay, There was massive cheating. Well, that would also be a wonderful time for the military to say, look, now that you've seen the proof, we're going to take it back. So all of a sudden, there is a big coup. Now, the question, what happens then? Is that going to be when people start protesting? Is that going to be when suitcase nukes go off? Or is God going to say, no, there's been massive arrests, there's been enough repentance, and I'm going to give America more time? Well, I would prefer to think that somehow it is softened and delayed. But if we want that, my brothers and sisters, it's up to us. It's not up to the military. It's not up to DJT. It's up to us because he gave us all power, over serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. There's no place in the Bible that says that he gave all power under the United States military. <laughs> Sorry, it's up to us. We have to gather. Now, I just checked the office. We still only have 75 people signed up. Now, I'm happy there's 75 people that have decided to gather together to fast for 48 hours and to pray. I'm happy that. But also, I'm wondering before the throne of God if that's enough. Yeah, 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 but Stan, I'm going to be online. But it doesn't say that. It says, wherever two are gathered together in my name. It doesn't say, wherever two or more is online listening to a prayer. (laughs) Okay. Look, I mean, I know. It's going to cost. It's going to cost time. It's going to cost money. It's going to cost. But when the suitcase snooks go off. You may have already lost your job, you may have already lost your family, your house, your whole city. Who knows how bad it's going to get? But if we want to stop it, it's the power is in our hands. Uh, we, we it just, Look, if the suitcase nukes go off, there's going to be a big finger in the sky pointing at all of us. It's the ones that knew and believed about the suitcase nukes that were supposed to gather together to fast and pray. Coverstone is mentioning this on his program, but we have almost no one from Coverstone's ministry signed up. These 75 people that have signed up, <laughs> almost all of them were already in the database of Prophecy Club. Again, the finger in the sky is pointing at us, my brothers and sisters. If we're going to stop this bad thing from coming, it's up to us. This comes to us from Sundar Salvage. Now, he doesn't know about the suitcase nukes, a lot of things he didn't know about. But the things that he has heard from God, let's listen. August 3rd, 2021. America will be judged. A flood is determined for her. It will devastate from the Mideast. A fire is appointed for her. It will devastate the Midwest. So, all those of you who are staying in the center, does it mean you're safe? A flood is coming from the Mideast and a fire for the Midwest. The Lord called me to go to America and warned them of the judgment coming upon them if they chose the wrong president. This was spoken months before the first election. All this will come if they choose the wrong president. Then the Lord showed me DJT should continue for another term, meaning the first and second term, or for God's purposes to be done in this nation. This was shown to me before he was elected in 2016 that God was giving this nation four years of grace plus another four years reserved if we walk it out in the first four years. It was conditional. To get the additional four years, we have to live right in the first four years, which will determine whether this nation continues or not. I'll read that again. Which will determine whether this nation continues or not. See, my brothers and sisters, that's why we're having the solemn September assembly. We're having it, so that this nation will not only continue, but so the suitcase nukes won't hit, so that the evil will be removed from our nation and we will have many more years. But there's nothing, there's just not as much power online. There's just not, okay? You got to gather. The plan of God is for this to continue so that the purposes are fulfilled for America. A few days after this visitation on the 5th of October, 2020, I saw a vision of three powerful prince angels stationed around DJT, similar to Daniel chapter 11, verse 1, where the angel told the prophet Daniel that he stood with the king Darius to strengthen him. Babylon was not a religious nation. It was filled with pagan worship of all kinds of idols. Yet, an angel of God was appointed to watch over the king because of one man, Daniel, praying. Now the administration is supporting the Palestinians and the Islamic fanatics. This is not the will of God. Because the people made the wrong choice, now, again, he doesn't apparently understand the cheating, but because the people made the wrong choice, now you're going to go down the drain. You lost your four years of grace. You lost it. Well, I I disagree with him. I think that if we pray, God, I don't think it's too late. But nevertheless, let me continue reading what he says. I will show DJT my favor and shower my grace upon him. He is a broken man and fights for survival. Externally, DJT is a no-nonsense bulldozer who will throw anybody to the ground. He's a real fighter. But the real man is one you won't know the struggles that he endures. He is going through pain. He goes through fears he will not show on the outside. He puts up a strong front because he is president. If he appears weak, what will the nation feel if the Christians gather in groups and churches to pray sincerely? We have a wonderful man of God in our midst. You'll never know the great number of witches fasting and praying against DJT. I was shown that they were fasting and praying to overthrow DJT during his first term, but the prayers of the saints protected him. If the churches of the Christians gather in groups in churches, I'll read that again. If the Christians gather in groups in churches, or in hotels in our case, in churches, to pray sincerely, without prejudice, and bias. God will give you the victory. So what did he just say? He just said, If you will gather in groups, like I'm calling people to do in the Solemn September Assembly, God will still give us the victory. It's not past yet, but we have to gather in groups. Now no place in here does he say, just watch online. Just pray online. Now again, we're gonna have it online, but I'm gonna tell you right quick, I I, I don't think it's near as powerful. I think, and look, at I'm not doing this just so I can sell more tickets for some airline, or just make some money from some, for some hotel, or because I want to fast 48 hours. I, I'm doing this for one reason, and I think you already know. You know that if we don't do this, we will lose our nation. It's on the chopping block right now. Not a joke. If the Christians gather in groups To pray sincerely, without prejudice and bias, without prejudice and bias, he says, God will give you the victory. That's the problem. The church prayed, but did not pray without prejudice and biasness, he said. This brought the downfall of DJT. It's the Christians who brought the downfall of Trump. Most of the black churches voted against DJT. Many Christian churches voted against him. Before the election, I asked people to pray for DJT for victory in the second election. One student wrote me a very nasty email saying, don't tell us how to vote. You just stay in your own country. What do you know about the American politics? What do you know? How can you say DJT is a good man? His entire email was an attack against DJT and him. And this guy's a Christian. He's just a representative of a larger population of Christians who are against DJT. You see, the Christians did not pray sincerely without prejudice. In fact, they were praying against DJT from coming to a second term. That is witchcraft prayers. Which is worse? The Christians and the witches praying against DJT. Which one is worse? Not the witches, because witches are on the outside, the perimeter. They are outside the ring of fire that God has put around the church. They are outside of God's will. But Christians, they are the insiders. And from within the body of Christ, they chant witchcraft prayers against the church, pastors, leaders, the government. They are very dangerous. Whenever there is a difference of opinion in the church that will breed witchcraft prayers, which are a breeding ground for witchcraft prayers of the church, they are busybodies. They'll say, brother, let me share with you something. You come here, church. But this is just between me and you, okay? But you know Bishop so-and-so? Well, he's a good man, but... And you know, pastor is such and such. Well, he's a good man, but he says, that's witchcraft prayer. All who do such things are not really intercessors. They give you a holy kiss and hug you, but they put a dagger in your back. This is very dangerous. Never, never, never do this. Never make this mistake. If you have a disagreement with your pastor. Now, I'm going to jump in here because I disagree with what he's going to say. I'm going to give you the scriptures to tell you how you really do this. He says, if you have a disagreement with your pastor, go and tell the pastor directly. Eh, wrong. 1 Timothy 5, one says, Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father and the young men as brethren. Jump down to verse 19. It says, against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Matthew 18.15 says, now that was having to do when we have a congregation member, in other words, one not called, not ordained, uh, they are, how do I say, it sounds offensive to say just a congregation member, but that's what they are, okay? In other words, they have not been ordained, they have not received a specific call for God, and if they go to one that is ordained, received a call from God, they are stepping out of water. They are attacking those people that are above them, that are supposed to be teaching them, and guiding them, and, directing them and are responsible for their souls. Matthew 18 talks about when there are two congregation members that disagree and what you do there. So what do you do when it is a congregation member that has a disagreement with a leader, apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, okay, in other words an ordained minister of the of the gospel. What you do is you pray for them. You say, "Lord, show them the truth." What that's the only thing I can I can do. Yeah, that's right. Because if you go attacking above you, you can get yourself in a lot of curses. You get yourself in a lot of trouble. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Don't do that. I will never do that. I can tell you a story, but I don't have time to tell you that story. If the Christians gather in groups to pray sincerely without prejudice and bias, then I will push back the enemy's plans to thwart DJT. I will show him my favor and shower my grace upon him. He is a broken man within him and fights for survival. I've never seen a nation like the United States, which shows contempt and utter disrespect for the president. I don't know of another nation in the world that behaves like Americans. I'm very, very embarrassed at the way Americans at large, especially the media, openly show utter contempt, disrespect for the office of the president. Whether you like the president or not, the office of the president deserves the respect, even if you disagree with him. And I recall... Back when Obama was president, I would, from time to time, when I was criticizing him, I would almost always say, but I respect the office of the president. So I didn't like Obama, and I disagreed with him on just about everything. But, from time to time, I would say, but I respect the office of the president. Well, most Americans don't do that. They just attack and kill and steal, and they stab. I mean, it's, it's the heart of the devil trying to destroy a Christian president. Each time DJT stands behind the presidential pulpit, behind the big seal of the president, he deserves our respect. It is authority. He is fighting for his survival and the people that have entrusted him to stand with him, and they have betrayed him. And the worst ones were mostly Christians. They became Judases. The church in the United States of America will stand in judgment one day and give an account to God for how they allowed all of the mess to take place in the next four years. Now, let me pause. Let me give you the scripture for that. Revelation 18, 24, And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that was slain upon the earth. In other words, at Judgment Day, all of the bad things that were done to not just Christians but to the whole world is all going to be heaped on the back of the Christians in America. We are going to have to give an account. Why? Because we really are the police officers of the world. We really are the ones that are supposed to hold back the evil to put the finger in the dike and not let the dike break. But we did. We allowed the dike to break. We allowed the evil to pour out all over the world. You are responsible. You must bend your knees and pray ardently in repentance for what you know you have allowed to come. You've allowed all of these nasty attacks against DJT and showing sinful and evil nature of the majority of the people in this nation who want Unrighteousness to triumph. He says, Let the righteous ones arise in the churches and put their houses in order. Let them seek to know my ways and my plans for them. My eyes are upon them. Let them surrender their ways to me and seek me. I will teach them and guide them, and they shall not fail but succeed. Behold, I am coming to visit this nation. Sound this alarm upon this nation. In 2017, God helped me to memorize the book of Revelation and gave me 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice. God showed me the word first fruits is a secret door linking the feasts of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the end-time prophecies of Revelation can be placed in correct chronological order. One prophetic word said, there is a lock. I put over a word in the book of Revelation I'm going to open unto you It will turn many books written on the end-time message into obsolete books. That's this book. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. So what if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they're probably not going to believe you? Well, if you're listening to this, I believe you'd probably still tell them. Well, the most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important information is to not take the mark of the beast, because... Those people taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but they're tossed into eternal torment and hell without any possibility of escape. We put it into a book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, a simple book to give to people. If they read, they will never take the mark of the beast. Countless people are believing that they're not going to see any trouble of the tribulation. They're going to go in a rapture, which is a misunderstanding. So, God had me write a book called How Pre-Trib One. It explains how the Christian church was so snookered into believing a misunderstanding like this, and it helps them through scriptures to see the truth that there is not going to be a pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath rapture. No one is going any place to escape any testing. It's called How Pre-Trib One. Then, the book of Daniel, most people agree, is probably the most difficult book in the Bible to understand. So I wrote a book called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, which gives this last generation the explanation and the parts of Daniel that they need to endure the tribulation. Pure and simple, it takes Daniel it makes it easy to understand. It's called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel. As you know, many of the broadcasts have referred to a list of dreams, visions, and audible voices from people like Demetri Dudman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, and others. We put together a special radio offer. You can get 10 How Preacher of One, 10 Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 10 Miss the Mark, 5 Secret Doors to Understand Bible Prophecy, 5 God's Warnings to America, totaling 40 books, valued at $800 for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com. That's 40 books, valued at $800 for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com. prophecyclub.com. The best barter is with gold and silver. Mention Prophecy Club when you call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com, and they can also help you with your retirement accounts. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com.